0: I was a well-respected officer. I helped teach in the police academy. I helped solve a couple of homicides. And I won the police officer of the year from Exchange Clubs International. I mean, in the newspaper and on television, local hero. I was a hero. I had confided to a few people during that fall that I had been diagnosed with gender identity disorder. I still hadn't decided if I was going to transition or not. I was just trying to understand what this meant for my life. And I obviously told a couple of wrong people, and the word got out. Rumors were flying everywhere, and I went ahead and came out of the closet because the truth was better than the rumors. And I went from hero to zero in one month. When everything came out about me, everybody was really surprised. People were talking about me being a pervert, some kind of sex offender, potentially. I remember one lieutenant say, if I ever get shot, that make sure you wear your gloves because I'm sure to have AIDS and stuff like that. I'd been riding such a high only a short time before, and then I was, I, I'd lost everybody's respect. I was really trying very hard to do my real-life test, which is... Where you live full time and you're new gender. I was having trouble passing on the street. People didn't know whether to sir me or ma'am me. And even after I transitioned, I'm wearing my hair in a feminine way and I'm wearing makeup, they would still sir me. And I was talking with a friend of mine, and she said, Well, honey, you need a set of nails. And she took me to a nail salon and got me my first set of nails. <laughs> Get my nails That's all I want That's all I want to do They were sculpted in beautiful gold I went conservative I was afraid to go red I pulled a woman over on traffic I walked up to her And she looked at me And her eyes get kind of wide and, and I say Do you have your driver's license Insurance verification? And she looked at me And she's just searching me And then she looked at my hands And she smiled and kind of sighed okay Yes, ma'am. I just gave her a warning. I was too happy to write a ticket. After I got my nails, I was madam every time. I was working hard to prove myself again, but it was like people didn't trust what I said. All of a sudden, like, I'm, I'm this airhead that no one wants to pay attention to. I, I was... Praying for something to happen, something decisive, a good fight. I was patrolling in the Paseo neighborhood and I hear this call come out. Over at 29th and Class in drive-by shooting, suspect in a blue Buick drove by a business and opened fire, victims down. I'm close by, and I'm en route when I see a blue Buick speeding down south on Chartel. And when he sees me, his eyes get real big, so I know he's my suspect. When I get behind him, I know immediately he's going to run. And the adrenaline shoots up in me. I love that feeling, and I was, yeah, here we go. I'm on the ride now. He drives down, goes east for a few blocks, uh, north a few blocks, and he's just going into a big circle. So usually when they do that, I know that he's getting ready to bail out of the car. So I'm staying as close to him as I possibly can. Finally, he tries to turn into this alley. He loses control of the car and spins 180 degrees. Our cars are face to face. He gets out, and I get out. I have my weapon drawn, and he's going for his. For a moment, I didn't know if he was going to try to shoot me or if he was going to run. There was that breathless instant. And then I saw him drop his gun, and then he ran. He hits a tall wooden fence and vaults over it. And I'm a pretty big person, and I I feel my fingernails munching into the fence. I feel the pain, and I see him disappear behind the houses. I ran out to the front of the houses, and then I hear on the radio that a woman had called 911 saying that this guy just ran into her garage. I was only a couple of houses away. I turn, go into the garage, weapon drawn. He was trying to dig a hole to go underneath the garage and get out, or he's trying to bury himself. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I take him into custody and handcuff him. A moment later, I hear sirens coming from all directions. I was a block away from where my car was. There was a number of officers assembled around my police car, and I walked around, and I had this guy handcuffed. And I tell you, I felt like a silverback gorilla, mighty and strong. I wanted to beat my chest and shout, you know, a victory right there. It, just, it was awesome to get that guy, but it was even more awesome that I got him after... I became Paula. There was this jubilant mood. We got him, we got him, we got him. And I saw everyone smiling and patting each other's backs and people were patting me on the back. And I I see myself, my reflection in the window of my car and I had been wearing like a little wiglet on the front of my hair and it was off. It was, you know, it's like a bad toupee. Where I had these Beautiful shiny gold nails, they were all broken and jagged. One of my female co-workers said, Oh, honey, your makeup's melted off. And, and I just, I had this moment where my vanity just rushed in. A moment before where I was this charging, triumphant silverback, then all of a sudden I was this insecure woman, and everybody was looking at me, and they're not sure how to react and I almost would have preferred that they laughed but it was it was kind of quiet and then one of my lieutenants came over and he said good catch are you okay I tried to straighten my wiglet and I wiped my face and I looked down and I said I I broke my nails and he kind of smirked and he goes you're not going to make an injured on duty report for that are you and then everybody just relaxed and started laughing they were relieved that I could take a joke I think and For that moment, I'm basking in this respect. I proved myself, and for me, that was a decisive moment. Okay, I could handle it. I could do it still. Thanks so much, Paula. Paula is still a policewoman and a 20-year veteran on the force, She's also a writer. Check out snapjudgment.org for more of her work. That piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.